Welcome back to Pop Culture Failure. Uh, I'm Sky. I'm Jake. And we watch a series from our youth that uh, maybe wasn't as great as we remember it, or is exactly as great as we remember it. Or we don't remember it at all. We are watching Ninja Turtles, The Next Mutation, episode number seven. We are seven episodes in. That's the first time you've said the title of the show correctly. <laughs> when I've been saying Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles for roughly 30 years. Yeah, but they're not teenagers heavy. anymore. Old <laughs> yeah, enough to yeah drink. they are. We don't know. Do we know that they, for sure? Yeah, they say they're they're like eighteen or seventeen in the first yeah, 18, episode. No, I guess eighteen is technically a teenager. But yeah, so is a nineteen-year-old because it has the word "teen" at the end of Listen. it. Listen, I'm listening. This episode's called "Silver and Gold." <laughs> Sky, I uh, one time I heard someone uh, talking about podcasts, and they said if you could make it past the seventh episode, then um, you've made it past the uh, marker that most podcasts. Uh, make it to and we're Ooh. on episode seven now so we literally have to do it one more time to be in the minority <laughs> of surviving podcasts all right so thanks guys for downloading um speaking of which i just wanted to go ahead and say uh thanks to everybody who retweets when i post uh that the li- episode is live uh, especially alan because he's done it for every single one of them alan sells is a great guy uh he is the gm for pokemon world tour united and he's the third chair on hard reboot and he also does the ckt cast where they do role-playing games uh he's a good dude he's like eight feet tall has a great beard and looks like he gives great hugs that's good that someone important is doing that because when i retweet it the only person who sees it is you (laughs) that is true do you want to do you want to hop into this thing oh yeah this episode called silver and gold (laughs) it's something if, uh, if I hadn't guessed at what it was last episode, you would not have any idea as to what to expect. Yeah, it uh, it's something. So uh, we open up. We So we know we're in New York because we see the uh, the Statue of Liberty. And this like you do. newscaster says that it's a heat wave, mm-hmm. um, which doesn't come back into play ever again. Well, the name of the, the crime wave is the heat wave crime wave or something. Oh, uh, but yeah, the heat doesn't actually mean anything. Except Michelangelo gets to wear those giant sunglasses again. Yep, the giant novelty sunglasses. They're way and shinier. They were much like a, they were like a flat black last time, so that they're really stepping things up. It could just be the angle of the lights. Yeah, but uh, but he is catching some sun rays in the some sewer. Sewer rays, I believe sewer he rays. calls them. Yeah. Well, he's he's so cool that heat isn't a problem. He'll have you know, uh, and. And then he hears the sound with his mouth agape. Yep. It's horrifying. Uh, He's got one of those fold-out sheet things that reflects more sun into your face and gives you cancer faster, I assume. And then... Do people actually use those in real life? I've never seen a human being in real life hold one. Only on television. Yeah, and I feel like it was a thing like in the 40s or 50s or something. When cigarettes made you healthy. That's right. But anyway... um, Eventually, after he sits for a bit, uh, a couple of ATVs come driving past in the sewer. Um, I believe they're dune buggies. He calls them dune buggies very frequently, but those are like (laughs) actual cars, and those are clearly all-terrain vehicles. No, these are definitely ATVs. Which are a different thing, but whatever, it's fine. Uh, They almost run him over, he rolls out of the way, and then... Can I say this about this episode? Michelangelo obviously is my uh, favorite Ninja Turtle. I wear too many Hawaiian shirts for that not to be true. (laughs) But this one is very Michelangelo heavy, and it is just trying on the patience. It's it's pretty exhausting. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Somehow the the ATVs crash, and Michelangelo goes to investigate and make sure everybody's okay, or claim the dune buggies for his own. Somehow both of the body there's two of them, and both of the bodies have disappeared, and the police are chasing them. So. Yeah, they ran off. I guess. Yeah. 
yeah, Michelangelo decides that he does not want to be seen by the New York Police Department, and then we get a sped-up shot of him disappearing. Because those giant turtle costumes can't move quickly at all. <laughs> there are several times throughout this episode where it looks like they should, they're like pretending they're moving quickly. Yeah, or even, you know, you could just throw down a smoke bomb and cut the, se- you know, cut the film, and then he'll be gone. And we, that would be cooler for one thing. We watched them do that last time when Splinter and, and Raphael, like, disappeared. But instead, they just awkwardly speed up the film. As if it was Bulk and Skull doing a yeah. thing. Uh, two policemen show up. Or no, it's, it's more than that. Several but Michelangelo policemen. is just behind a fence in the light, giggling loudly. <laughs> like, less than a foot from a policeman. Yeah, like, he could reach out and touch that police officer. And nobody notices, because of course not. <sighs> and then the policemen are crazy irresponsible and just leave the scene of the crime. <laughs> Yeah, there's four of them, and they decide to not post one of them to make sure nobody because disrupts the scene. it stinks. It stinks down here, so we're going to leave. It probably does, but also, <laughs> you're officers of the law, and you you gotta, like, even, may, take a photo or something. Right? But, nah, it's fine. New York at its finest. So Michelangelo comes out, and he's, oh good, I'm alone. And then a gorilla wearing a yellow zoot suit comes out but from a different door that the police also didn't bother to check. <laughs> they didn't check anything. They looked at the overturned ATV and they were like, mm, guess this is fine. I, he must have spontaneously combusted. We're done here. Or maybe that there are just a lot of ATVs in the sewer <laughs> of New York City and they're just used to it. They're like, oh, this isn't what we're looking for. That's an aspect I had not thought of. Sky, now we're seven episodes into this and I've said this every episode, but it keeps, it's relevant every time. Uh, I thought the dragon was the worst puppet whose mouth didn't match what he was saying. This ape's face doesn't move. Yeah. It, 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 it sort of does when he's yelling, but for the most part, he's just shaking his head about. Am I focusing too much on the puppetry? A little bit, but I know that's one of your many passions. Yeah, we come to find out that this man's name is Silver. He is uh, he's some sort of monkey gangster, or excuse me, he's an ape gangster. Uh, Michelangelo asks him if he was also hit by the toxic ooze, which is not what they usually would call it, because it was mutagenic or even radioactive it i don't think it was toxic because they seem fine i mean yeah he was reduced to the intelligence of a child but whatever also they don't seem that fine they're monsters like they <laughs> there's something wrong with them well yeah but toxic normal toxic makes me think that they would be poisoned who knows they could be rife with cancer those maybe aren't muscles <laughs> he's just covered in tumors <laughs> you know what that's a fair point but uh the silver tells him to not worry about it and you didn't see nothing and blah 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 and wanders off because apparently he's not only uh, a mutated ape monster he's also from the 1920s and a gangster i don't think he's mutated i think he's just like evolved and he's from the himalayas (laughs) it's implied later that he's a a yeti yeah that's super weird but he tells michelangelo uh don't even worry about it you didn't see nothing and what's the first thing michelangelo does he Tells everyone. Also, he doesn't bother to, like, try and stop this guy who is fleeing from the police. Well, we don't know that he's stealing yet, I guess. Michelangelo doesn't. But he runs (laughs) into the room and falls down. And uh, makes you wonder if it was on purpose or not. Hard to say. But uh, Donatello's working on his computer and the subtitles that we have playing, uh, he says aloud, certified turtle-fied, because that's their thing that they say the most. But the subtitles cut it as certified turtle-file. Did it? Yep. <laughs> because uh, even the subtitles refuse to acknowledge this ridiculous nonsense that they're constantly screaming. That's what you say when you do something good. Certified turtle-fied. 
<laughs> certified turtle file. I'm start saying that at work. Uh, so once again, these ninja turtle monsters who have seen magic, who have fought other monsters, dragons from another dimension who have gone to another dimension, refuse to believe that there could be a giant ape. And also had a secret sister. Yeah, they had a secret sister who knows the force. But uh, there's all this crime and whatnot, and uh, Michelangelo says, or he reveals that, you know, there were ATVs going through the thing, and uh, the police chased them, and he met a talking monkey. A gangster ape? I don't know what you've been eating, but I want some. Oh, Raphael. and we'll get back to what he's been eating. Yeah. But well, I think everyone is right to worry that the police might come down there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, they also... Uh, <laughs> Leonardo runs over saying that uh, Michelangelo is tripping on something on or other. food poisoning. Food poisoning, that was it. Which is not a thing? You don't well, trip on food poisoning? I mean, that's you, actually kind of how um, magic mushrooms work. It's kind of like a severe case of food poisoning. All right. And I guess, you know, living in the sewers, you do want to have a few escapes. <laughs> and drugs are probably the easiest way to do that. This podcast does not condone drug use. Unless you're a grown adult and you can do what you want, I don't care. Yeah, and um, if you give to our Patreon, we can buy our own drugs. <laughs> we do not have a Patreon. Damn it. So we cut over to some high-rise. We cut inside, and there's just rock walls all over. Oh, like, I didn't even realize yeah, there were rock just, walls. Just a climbing rock. Uh, and these gangsters walk in with silver, and each of them is wearing like a crazy colored zoot suit and fedora. They're dressed like the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. <laughs> You know that week that Swing was popular back in 1995? They're dressed like that week. Do you, they're dressed like an Old Navy commercial from that week. <laughs> That's right. Do Are zoot suits supposed to be so ill-fitting? Because the, yes. the ape looks good. Like, everything fits him like I would imagine it's supposed to. Mm-hmm. He's Nothing's super baggy. But everyone else looks terrible. Yeah. Is that how zoot suits are supposed to fit? I think so. But also, if you are running a if you are cr- running a criminal organization, you want to not draw attention, right? So brightly colored suit suits aren't right. the way to go. With matching fedoras, just seems like a, a poor choice. And these look like the cheapest fedoras ever. Like they look like dollar store fedoras. Also, this is a show again that has um, talking turtles and talking apes and talking dragons, and these men are the cartooniest part of it. <laughs> You throw a multicolored zoot suit on a group of men and they just act like dum-dums. Yeah, they're the most expressive, also. (laughs) Yeah, well, that's because they're waving their arms around and stuff so you can't get a good look at their mouth because none of it matches what they're saying. (laughs) Because everything in this show is 80-yard. Yeah, yeah. It's not great. Oh, and they talk about the $26 million that they have stolen and they have a sweet, like, uh like uh total Which, board yeah. it's it's like a scrolling bank sign but uh, and it just says how much money they've stolen uh-huh. which is fantastic so the monkey man yells at one of his henchmen for smelling his cash and then he starts rhyming by mistake and then he realizes that he's a poet and doesn't know it says that aloud and then uh says he loves poetry but he loves money more this is writing at its it finest shakespeare be goddamned <laughs> Take that, Chaucer. Uh, so this is the origin of making it rain. Uh, the monkey man throws his cash at his minions. And then we cut back <laughs> no to No one sewer. made it rain before this? Nope. Okay. I'm going to trust you on that one because yeah. I don't know enough about money to refute it. Oh, yeah. Did you know I'm an amateur historian? 
Uh, we cut back to the sewer. Michelangelo's making himself a banana split. Which I think, I I asked you if it was dog food, but I think it's peanut butter underneath the banana split. Yeah, or refried beans. It's impossible to tell. It's well, got, I think there's a jar of peanut butter sitting next to it, is oh, what okay. it looks like. That's not as weird. Like, um, it looks like a real banana split. Yeah, there's a little bit of that. lettuce, but that could just be for show. Maybe he, but he's then, obviously a gourmand, so of course yeah. he'd have a little, you know... But then the asshole fucks it up, <laughs> and he puts mustard on it. Of course he does. Uh, the turtles are giving him a, a hard time about to the talking monkey, which Wait, is shut weird. Wait, si- Sky, shut up for a second. That mustard was not in the refrigerator. That's <laughs> gross. Sorry, go on. Yeah, they, the, nobody believes him about the talking monkey, even though they are anthropomorphic animals, and they have a talking rat friend. They just, they're such assholes to one another. Yeah. Donatello mentions that he's been tracking the heat wave crime wave with the t- same technology uses every episode. Yep, the exact same screen that he uses <laughs> to track uh, body temperatures. He's plotted points and is uh, guessing where the next bank robbery is going to be. If this guy in the sewer could do it, the cops should have been able to do it. Right. They decide that they are not going to go and stop the crime, even though they have a good idea as to where it's going to be, because they're not the Power Rangers. Here's the, the thing. The Ninja Turtles are the foot, like the, they're the people on the on the streets. They're the street level superheroes. They're they're your dare, daredevils. They're they're not like the Fantastic Four, like the Power Rangers are dealing with cosmic threats. I mean, not yet. <laughs> There's still 19 more episodes. Like, uh, yeah. Um, no, here's my problem with it: is Leonardo says, uh, "No, it's not the Ninja way to go out there and fight it." And Raph's like, "But it's in our backyard. We should do it." We had this argument, we had this episode where they decided the new way was the turtle way, where they fight when they need to do stuff. Yep. Like, we've, we've settled this argument. <laughs> Stop doing things the ninja way. You don't get to leave the house. You don't get to go do anything in the ninja way. The ninja way suck. Also, you didn't follow the ninja way super closely anyway. Ugh. But we need the manufactured argument between Raphael and Leonardo. So, so Leonardo can be overbearing and demanding, and Raphael can be angry and go off by his, himself. Because they only have footage of him riding a motorcycle. And they only have the one story to tell. But I just, I'm just i just annoyed because the Power Rangers don't handle street-level crimes. There's not one Power Rangers where they stop a bank robbery, Sky? No, there's not. Isn't there one where they save Santa's workshop? Well, Santa's a mythical creature. All right, that's fair. It's a cosmic thing. I got nothing. I can only cite, like, four different episodes of Power Rangers by memory. and <laughs> Well, like, in Time Force, they do rob some banks, but there's still monsters that are trying to also take over the world and destroy time, so that doesn't count. All right. But then Splinter's like, shut up, assholes. <laughs> we can't have the police fucking around these sewers. Yeah, word for word. That's what he says. Oh, we're also, like, a full five minutes into this episode, and Venus hasn't shown up yet, right? She's at the very least not spoken. Yeah, she might be relegated like really far into the background because I didn't think she was in this episode for a while. Better off. But yeah, Splinter's just like, hey, go do the thing. Raphael says green time. And then we get the the stock footage of them getting the the Hummer and the motorcycle. And then we get to see Raphael's muffler fall off again. Yeah, because no second takes. Cut over to... I don't know, some rooftop somewhere. I mean, the establishing shot implies that they're in Times Square. Yeah. But there are no people around. Yeah. They decided that even though there's five of them, they are going to stake out two banks. uh, And Donatello is going to stay behind. uh, And I don't know, look at his computer. I guess so. I'm not sure what he's doing. Not really doing anything. But they got those sweet Power Ranger communicators. Yeah, they're all wearing wrist walkie-talkies. It's terrible. Then they see a guy. So Michelangelo just runs over to, like, punch the guy or something. 
But then when you see him on the street, he's clearly running from quite a distance away, so I don't know where he came from. I don't like, know. How far away were they? Uh, across the street. At if least. this was anything else, he would have jumped off of the roof instead of running off stage left yep. and then running back on stage right. <laughs> yep, but it's a man who wearing glasses claiming to be blind, and Michelangelo's hassling him a little bit, and but, then a, pl- a SWAT car rolls up. But this man is wearing brightly colored clothes under his uh, tightly bound up jacket. So, so it there's seems no way suspicious. He could be evil. And then two police officers come out and draw down on Michelangelo. And we get like a serious shot where the gun barrel is basically pointed directly at the viewer, which is a thing that BSNP was very much against. So I'm not, a, not sure how this got through. Also, they were against lady cops because it was <laughs> a different, terrible time. That I don't r- recall as much, but I don't know. Yeah, so they've got the draw on Michelangelo, and they're telling him to put his hands up to, and stop attacking this man. Uh, meanwhile, Leonardo climbs in the other side of the SWAT car that is from 1980, and uh, because that's what they could afford, and then releases the parking brake, it's and it just rolls from, away. It's leftover from the Blues Brothers. <laughs> yeah, and there's two cops, and one could stay and hold a gun on the monster, but instead they abandon this man and run after the car. To be fair, those police have done exactly what I've been saying everyone should do from the beginning, is just shoot the turtles dead. <laughs> if anyone had a gun in this, the, their side would be the winning side. Those zoot suits aren't going to stop bullets. Those turtle <laughs> shells will stop a bullet maybe once. But anyway, uh, sorry about my so, little rant about shooting people in the face. Sorry. Michelangelo uh, makes his escape... And then the old, the, the blind man takes down his granny glasses. And oh my God, it's one of the guys from the, from Silver's gang. And he can see after all, he's, he's got a pinky ring. So, you know, time. he's an asshole. He gets on the walkie talkie because is this, this is right before cell phones, right? Uh, I think so. I like so he busts out a walkie talkie and tells Silver, go to the other bank because there's turtles and fuzz here. And then he says, New York is getting so weird. Silver does. Uh, it's time to go to plan B. We cut back over to where Venus and Raph are staked out. Right, Venus still hasn't said anything. Yeah, uh, but there is an explosion. We don't see any of it, but we kind of hear it. So they go down to investigate, and there's a, like, I don't know, somebody's pumping the sewer. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly what happened. There's a lot that happens off screen in this episode. Yep, because it's cheaper that way. So they must have exploded out a wall and then put this vacuum hose through the wall to suck out the money? Yeah, you know, like that super efficient method. I mean, there are worse methods, I suppose. Yeah, well, if they exploded the vault, they probably blew up some of the money. Anywho. Venus is talking now, at least. Yeah, and they've noticed the cash flowing through this clear tube uh, because the uh, gangsters are basically trying to get found out. And you'd think they'd use an opaque tube, but whatever. You shouldn't be sucking mu- or, uh, paper up into a tube because that's going to just, you know, flatten out and cause a jam. But whatever, whatever. A couple of uh, Silver's goons, Zoot Suit goons, hop out. Raph and uh, Venus are talking about superheroes and how Raphael feels like Batman because he's thwarted a crime. Uh, There's nothing physically intimidating about these Zoot Suit henchmen. No, they're just dudes. Like, the turtles are rippling with muscles. (laughs) Or tumors. Or tumors. But either way, they could punch these people dead. They're not a threat. I mean, at least the other guys are dragons (laughs) and kind of scary. These guys don't even seem to have weapons. Yeah, or wherewithal. The Zuzu dudes, they chase him over to uh, some cars, and he hops up on top of them to take the high ground, because you can't be defeated from the high ground. And uh, they just start swinging pipes at him. And then the monkey shoots money at them. The other two turtles show up. The, the fight is over, I guess. We don't see anybody get knocked down and out. 
Because apparently they were stopped by the cash gently uh, like flowing at them in the breeze. Yeah, so apparently this vacuum that they were using can also flip into reverse. Every vacuum on TV can flip into reverse. And That has nothing to do with the turtles. That's just TV science. I get it, but it has enough pressure to blow everybody away and down. Well, there is that. So they cut away to we're back in the sewer. Uh, Donatello is mad that the the other turtles didn't do his plan, which consisted of nothing really. It was, yeah, it was go there and see what was happening. Well, and they see the authorities seem to think that the the gang escaped down into the sewers. Which when did that happen? Uh, off off screen, obviously. Oh right, because last we sure the last we saw they uh, they were just being blasted by money, and then we're down here again. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And apparently everybody's blaming Michelangelo because he was the last one through the uh, the manhole cover. And then we get this really weird reading of his line where he's, oh, sure, blame the orange guy. And it's... Which is weird because that was clearly not recorded on that day. Yeah. They did that later. Did not have to match the motions. It's super weird. But uh, the the other turtles finally, finally believe Michelangelo that there's a talking ape. And then Donatello just figures it out. Uh-huh. He's Raphael says, Where? Bananas are us. And then Michelangelo because pulls, monkey jokes. pulls bananas out of the fridge. And that nothing destroys your bananas faster than putting them in the refrigerator. <laughs> Learned that the hard way. Ugh, this show. I can sit here and I I can pretend like giant talking turtles are a thing. But those bananas were so delicious and ripe looking and they came <laughs> out of the refrigerator. I don't believe it. <laughs> don't buy it. It shattered the fiction for you. Uh-huh. So Donatello has pieced together Silver's plan, and it's that they're going to rob Fort Knox that is in New York temporarily. Yeah. Or Be- something. Because they're redecorating actual Fort Knox is what I understand. <laughs> they're, they're building a new one. Uh, yeah, so we cut back over to Silver's lair, uh, and he, you know, is, they do that thing where they, uh, they start a sentence in one area, and then they finish it in a new setting. So we're back at the rock, rock climbing uh, warehouse where Silver lives. Do you think all of these guys in these zoot suits are usually the dragons? Absolutely. But yeah, Silver lays down his plan and uh, he, the, the goons are like, well, what about the turtle gang? He's like, to which Silver replies, turtles are like pistachios, crack the shell and it's game over. Yeah. And then he says that he clawed his way up from the Bigfoot ghettos, the Bigfoot ghettos. of the Himalayas. So he's a yeti, I guess. Who uh, came from nothing. Right. Well, he is he is a rags to riches story. He's Jay-Z. He's living the American dream. I think that's Jay-Z's story. But also, he's saying he's the last one of his kind. So why? how was there a ghetto if there was you? Did you kill them all? Maybe they died of some weird strange monkey disease and he had to leave. Maybe. I. Nothing is made clear yet. And then there's as that. par for the course for this show. There's that twirly shell thing. Has that happened before? Yeah, every episode. Oh, okay. I didn't know if it was because they referenced Batman earlier. No, no, they do that to, uh, it's like Lucas doing the wipe. Yeah, but they don't do it between every scene. No, just a lot of them. Donatello was... uh, Still explaining? Even uh, (laughs) even though it was already explained to the audience, he uh, needs to tell the turtles. He's deducing the, the bad guy's route, and it'll take them straight through their lair. So they decide that they have to go do a thing like they should have done in the first place uh, because the FBI, the CIA, and the Wildlife Foundation will be coming straight through after the bad guys. 
and then Michelangelo just wants to move. Yeah. It seems easier. He's not wrong. <laughs> Most well, of the stuff they own is garbage anyway. You can just do it again. So Splinter says something about playing with fire, and then Michelangelo's like, yeah, we should just burn it down and leave. Also a good idea. Yeah, it's way better. But instead, they're going to go actually try to be superheroes for a change. So they're going to break into the Federal Reserve to, to surprise the apes. Right. Or the ape and the mighty, mighty Boston's. That's right. The whole thing is like, we need to be stealthy, blah, blah, blah. So And everyone sneaks across this roof except Venus. She just walks. She's not even pantomiming, tiptoeing. A single fuck. She's done. She's been here for seven episodes. She hates it as much as we do. Yep. Well, they ruined her life. She had a great gig yeah, back at true. the monastery. Bringing tea to the guy looking in the mirror. <laughs> Learning she, magic quietly. Now she's getting kicked by dragons and guys in zoot suits. <laughs> eating weird peanut butter sandwiches with squid, squid on it. Pepperoni. Yeah. But then they want to go down in this hole that is not big enough for any of them to fit. <laughs> no. It's got to be maybe a foot and a half maybe at the widest part. I think you could probably fit into it, but I'd get stuck Pooh Bear style. <laughs> Definitely. And when they flip it over, you can tell it's not even real glass. It's just... Wax paper? Yeah, like taped to the... So, yeah, they drop her down. There's no there's no alarms, I guess. And they drop her down uh, almost like Mission Impossible style, except they can't do that with this suit, so she has to be dropped down butt first. And, sh- and then she just, like, swings there. She spins yeah, in she's, a circle. She's just twirling twirling like a like a dangling halloween decoration and michelangelo decides that it's at this time where he needs to have a, a heavily mustarded it's a banana I believe. is it a banana yeah so. you're right it is he covers banana. a banana in mustard because right before you go into battle you want to have your full energy that's right he needs you that need potassium don't you gotta cramp have up. a handful of nuts though i don't think a <laughs> banana covered in mustard is really ideal he drops a glob of mustard and the, they're worried is, about the motion sensors which should have attention. been set off by venus dropping down into the room maybe they're only on the floor that's not what motion sensors are though (laughs) there's a lot of this that's not what things are (laughs) yeah i don't know but donatello has a gizmo that turns them off and jams the system which that leads me to my next question there's a lot of questions he's real smart right that's what the legends say this is pre-internet yes so anything he's learned he has gleaned from books that he has found in the sewer Probably. But he has not come across a problem that he cannot solve. He can. He found a book that taught him how to build a gizmo that will jam motion sensors. Yes. He, he has tapped into satellites <laughs> to read temperatures of dragons. He has learned how to use computer technology that will allow him to put dots on a map where bank robbers have been. Yes. I just, I don't, buy, I don't buy exactly how smart he is. <laughs> oh, I'll also tell you this. I used to think when I was little that uh, Donatello does machines was dust machines. <laughs> and I didn't know what that meant for a long time. <laughs> Maybe that's why I have less anger right now, because he's not dusting machines. That's a legitimate complaint. Yep. Sorry, I had to get that off my chest. So the other turtles drop in, and they're just staring at an empty warehouse full of spools. Not like thread, but like cable. And there's a big vault in it. It actually looks pretty okay. Yeah, it looks... It, that vault must have been there. Like, yeah. it was for something else. <laughs> Probably. Donatello leads us to believe that it would survive a small tactical nuclear. I would like to contest that, but sure. <laughs> the Zoot Suit Gang comes in through the door. Still no guards. The- You'd think that if all of the United States gold supply was in an area, there would be some dudes there with right? guns. And Donatello says they have their own jammer, and it's overridden the turtle's jammer. Mm-hmm. 
So the the motion sensors are double jammed. But who cares? Like, as long as they stay jammed. Yeah. I, uh, whatever. I just, uh. So annoyed. This vault is super thick and uh, made of some sort of reinforced steel. Silver has a plan. And as he... He bends down and kisses the vault while his cronies look at it him awkwardly. He's going to use a diamond-tipped drill. Now, what that typically means is that it's a bit that has, uh, you know, like some sort of tip that's coated in diamond. Uh, but he just pops a diamond out of his cane and, like, loosely sticks it to the front of the drill. And they just start going right through. Very loosely sticks it. Yep. It's not, it's not even pointy. No, it's not. Uh, but his whole thing is that the vault is pressurized... Uh, which you would think would mean that when they punched through it, there would be an explosion of air coming out of there or into there because maybe you vacuum seal it so it's harder to open the door. Uh, But no, what happens is they punch a hole in it and it politely waits for them to push in a tube and then he breathes into it and that blows the door open because of course it does. And then then rivets shoot out of it because (laughs) that's how rivets work. Yeah, it startles Venus and she falls down and there is a long time in between her falling and them noticing her where she could have gotten back up. Or or used magic to murder them. Or even throw up the invisibility thing that she knows how to do and should have done in the first place. She could have done literally anything other than lay there and moan until they look at her. But that's what she does. That's her choice. And then they come and pick her up and they're a little handsy with her. And then they have comically oversized handcuffs. Uh Uh-huh. They decide that they're going to cuff her to the inside of the vault and uh, leave her there for dead, I guess. Oh, and then when the turtles come out to fight, they like mosey out. They don't, there's no urgency in any of their movements. They're I guess, just like, well, I guess now's the time to fight them. <laughs> Maybe they don't like Venus that much, like the rest of the world. <laughs> I mean, they don't, I guess so. I don't know. And then they make fun of this man's name because it's Clarence. Yeah. There's a gangster named Clarence. There's, there's a really poorly choreographed fight. Or maybe not choreographed, but it's poorly acted. It's Everybody's moving so slowly. And would the, you think it would make it easier to understand what was happening, but you would be wrong. Nope, too many cuts. They do hook up a dude and use him as a wrecking ball, though. Like Michelangelo hooks it to his belt and throws him at some other guys, which is kind of comical. And then Raphael uh, throws a spool at a guy, and he falls down. And then he picks up a barrel and hucks it and says... Uh, barrel full of monkeys joke because that's hilarious it's so quippy but then silver is he's had enough he wants to go home and count his gold bricks that he's taken so like usual when the big bad guy starts talking everyone freezes yep and watches uh i think they either they do the thing where they gather to one side also yeah Uh, yep Yep. the turtles just stand there because of course they do uh silver throws a a bundle of dynamite you know a cartoon bundle of dynamite he doesn't even like he tosses it so casually and then he locks Venus in the vault. Then he pokes a thing. Like, he pokes, like, a, a, a control panel that doesn't mean anything. And it, like, sparks. Does he, it almost looks like he shoots sparks out of his Like his he was stick. the fucking penguin. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't really seem to do anything. Uh, there's a two-minute timer on the dynamite bundle. And the cops will be there in three or so, he says. I think that he might have just poked, like, the alarm system or something. Ah. But there are four turtles. And they really only need Donatello to stay behind. Uh, to do the thing which they eventually get to but not fast enough yeah it takes them probably 15 seconds to make that decision luckily silver and his gang are taking their sweet time also and they're getting in their atv with a wagon (laughs) 
And somehow, what is that, Michelangelo is able to sneak in there and unhook that wagon? Yep, even though it was also chained to that ATV Yeah, and for no this one, explicit purpose. No one notices him? Not a single one of those six goons in Zoot Suits. Oh, it was Raphael, not oh. Mike. And Silver doesn't notice, and he just bails. So the turtles don't fight any of those dudes, and then we cut away. Venus is in the vault talking into her uh, watchy-walkie-talkie, and Donatello is complaining about the uh, the number of codes that he can go through because there's six billion different combinations to try so those guys are still on that yeah they're just standing in the wagon are they tied up no i would assume yeah uh they look like they're asleep donatello we get a uh, like a shot of donatello looking pensive and then we cut back down to the the sewer where the turtles like michelangelo Raphael, and leonardo are just standing there waiting for something i don't know and then the, the goons are just standing in their wagon despondent and then there's an explosion uh cash rains down and the other three just assume that everybody upstairs is dead. It takes exactly one second for them to come down, and they're like, yeah, we're fine. And then we didn't get to hear anything, and I was really upset, but then we cut back to them <laughs> telling the story. Yeah, so we cut, we cut back to the lair, and they're recounting what happened. Uh, what happened to the goons? No idea. Uh, it's not addressed. I assume, they tied them up, I assume they tied them up from a lamppost Spider-Man style. Well, they should have, yeah, because if they left them in the sewer, then they know they're going through the sewer, which would draw more heat. But whatever, it's fine. We're back in the lair, and Donatello explains that I just, I just put in my birthday. And that that was the combination. The odds are exactly one in six billion, but he got it. On the first try. Yeah, I was really lucky. Yeah, because he didn't try it at all beforehand. And they're just sitting in a pile um, recounting this. Mm -hmm. Luckily, the newscaster says that the the turtle gang was killed in the explosion, so they're they're no longer under police. Yeah, no one no threat. one cares. They think they're dead. Whatever. Do you think they sit in a pile like that because they're they're turtles and that's how you keep warm because they're cold blooded? <laughs> yeah, sure. Makes sense. The turtles are in the clear. Hooray! Then we cut back to Silver's uh, climbing lounge, and he's angry that the turtles foiled his plot and vows vengeance, or his name isn't Silver. When they were like, all right, we got an ape. He's the bad guy who wears zoot suits. What would his house look like? Well, he'd have a big checkerboard floor. And what if the walls were climbing walls? <laughs> and what if there were vines hanging around? Because monkeys like vines. Because monkeys like to climb. Uh, yeah. Yeah, let's do all of that. Do it. Or maybe they, couldn't ju- they just couldn't decide on a theme. They're like, we could do 1920s gangster or we can go monkey mutant. They're like, let's do them both. Yeah. We're like, only going to get 21 episodes out of this deal, so <laughs> we might as well use all the ideas in one swing. And then they did it. And then it's just kind of over. Yeah, it just ends right there. I mean, I guess Silver didn't get away with the money, but all those goons were back in his hideout, so I guess they let them go home. I, I Catch and release, I guess. I don't know I what's don't know. happening. Nothing coherent, I can tell you that much. For sure. I've noticed that we've been kind of super negative. Well, it's not a good show. <laughs> it indeed is not. But I thought that maybe we would try to find uh, something good about the episode. No, now just radio silence. Yep. I mean, when it's not talking, the the silver is he looks cool. It's yeah, it's not a bad look because he it, doesn't look dopey because his his suit isn't ill fitting, <laughs> and the mask is kind of creepy. But it, when it tries to talk, is when all of its gusto is sucked out of it. It does fall apart pretty quickly. Also, Michelangelo eats a lot of weird shit in this one, and that's always fun. Have you liked anything in any of the episodes? No. Not really. 
Um, so what was the weirdest part of this episode? Uh, the beginning, middle, and end. <laughs> I think it was the fact that a lot of things happened off screen. We yeah. haven't had an episode like that where things just happen off screen. Yeah, we didn't get to see anything. Everybody, Everything was told, which is, yeah. as far as I know, like the opposite of what you're supposed to do when you're writing. <laughs> you want to show and not Maybe tell. they just needed one more episode and this, like, it was the cheapest way to film this one. The <laughs> lack of Venus in the beginning was weird. Because we spent the last six episodes establishing her as the new guy. And the most competent of them. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I wanted to be positive and then it fell apart on me. Well, that's your fault. Yeah, that's on me. I think the most positive part is that there are only 19 more of them. That is that is pretty good. <laughs> then we move on to something weirder and maybe more awful. We'll find out. Like Rubik and his amazing cube. Is that a show? That is a show. I've seen the opening for it and it's... I have no comprehension of what it could be about. Oh, man. We have so many possibilities. I think our, our the ones we've suggested thus far, Cowboys and Moomace is going to be too fun. But they have guns, at least. Well, one of them has guns. One of them has a rope, and the others were just strong. I don't remember anything about anything. <laughs> Clearly. Uh, the, the Star Wars droids cartoon is also a possibility. <laughs> that could be rough. We well, I guess we should probably get through this before we decide yeah. our fate planning the next season so that was the episode thank you very much for listening uh, you can follow us at failed pop culture with no e on twitter with no second e it yeah, does have end. an e it was, it was too many characters uh you can email the show at popculturefailure at gmail.com uh you can follow me uh, i am at sandwich surplus oh i'm uh midwest love affair but without some of the vowels just poke around you'll find it indeed uh thank you very much for listening uh we'll see you guys next time has anyone ever emailed that email, or is it just for porn? Uh, it's mostly the site that hosts our podcast. That and porn? Why would I use that one for porn? I don't know. Sometimes you got to start fresh. Why would I use the show's Because I don't know the password. That's fair. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. Uh, bye. <laughs>Do I have a microphone? Yes. Yes, you do. How come yours is labeled Sky's mic and mine's labeled second mic? Um, why is yours more special than mine? Because? They look the same. <laughs> do they? Yeah. <sighs> <All right. laughs> Just start with a big-ass sigh. <laughs> that should be our intro. <laughs> Here we go again. Uh,